Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. How lengthy was the program's investigation before you self-reported? I mean, how, how much detail is involved in that? I mean, as soon as we were identified, as soon as it was identified that there was a problem, we just have been working with the NCAA from day one. So we, there's, there was no time in between where we considered it or thought about it. The, you, the way that it works in the NCAA is you have a problem, you'd call them right away and you deal with it. So there's not really like a moment where... It, it goes from being a BYU investigation to an NCAA investigation. It's all just kind of important. Not with me. I mean, my thing is, I just have learned through the years from watching that as soon as something happens, you know you have an issue, you just, our compliance people will call immediately, say, hey, we have a problem. Tom Holmo talking about, well, dealing with the NCAA as the uh, NCAA today rejected BYU's appeal in regards to its basketball program and the situation with Nick Emery. So here are uh, what the punishment or what the punishment's going to be, Gordon, uh, and then we can get some opinion on it. Uh, they're going to be on probation through November 8th of 2020, a vacation of records. I say that vacate vacation of mm-hmm. records in which Emory participated while ineligible, which turns out to be 47 wins, a reduction of one men's basketball scholarship served during the earliest possible academic year. That was something that was self-imposed by the university. Uh, recruits uh, could not make any more than seven official visits during the most recent academic year, as well as 2019 and 2020, a disassociation of one of the boosters that was also self-imposed and a self-imposed $5,000 fine. That was all upheld by the NCAA today. Yeah, it's uh, it's steep. It's steep in my estimation. Now, this is one of those deals where you don't excuse something that's going awry in your program, uh, and I get that. Uh, but it, but it, I think the hammer was swung pretty hard here, especially relative. Most things are relative, Jake, and when I think of other programs – and you and I know, because we've talked with people, we know what's going on out there around the country. And I know of cases that are much more egregious than what happened with BYU that uh, go unpunished. Uh, so it, it's you don't want to excuse it on the one hand. You acknowledge it on the one hand. But I think BYU's problem with it is they think it's harsh. And probably it is harsh relative to what happens with other schools. Their big thing in their statement today was that this is this sets a precedent where a school, uh, in a situation where a school was unaware of what took place and the coaches didn't know about it, to be is being punished uh, despite that. And that seems to be their major issue with it. I think the... I think the NCAA is dumb because you heard how Tom Homo, what he explained right there. Mm-hmm. And and I, I have no reason to doubt that that's been his opinion on right. all this. And that's his policy when it comes to dealing with this sort of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I would hope so. And I would hope the NCAA would hope that that is the precedent that you want right. out there. Right. And so if if. You know, if you don't have the enforcement arm, if you don't have the bodies to police all of this, which the NCAA doesn't, mm-hmm. you rely on the schools to a, to a certain extent to live up to the rules mm-hmm. and to deal with it when the rules aren't adhered to. 
So what this, what message this sends and why they're dumb is, hey, if you self-report, we're not going to give you a break. <laughs> so, self-report. What, what the message it sends is don't self-report. Exactly. So other schools out there are going to have stuff come across their desk, their compliance office, and they're going to say, listen, mum's the word. Yeah. It's going to drive it further underground. Especially if you think it's relatively minor, whatever right. that means. If it's something egregious, then you better, you know, you better do it. But if it's something that you think is uh is is not that huge a deal then maybe schools will say all right maybe we'll just keep this quiet because we know what happens to the guys who who bring it forth right lie in stonewall because it's not going to matter either way so we might as well try to get out of this as uh, if we can is that i'll bet you that uh, lawyers say that to their clients all the time yep now because if you start confessing then that now they've got something they can grab a hold of and hit you over the head with. Now, here's the thing I like. Now, that that's my that's my overall opinion. I think the NCAA is dumb. And if they wanted to send a message, they're, they're sending the wrong one because yeah. BYU tried to, to do it, quote unquote, right or handle mm-hmm. the situation correctly. But what I what I like about it, Gordon, is I hate the see no evil, hear no evil defense. I hate it. And in this case, the NCAA said, we're not, gonna, we're not going to take that as a defense anymore. You should have known about it, and we're going to punish you because you should have known about it. Mm-hmm. In the USC case with Reggie Bush, they connected – the reason the, the punishment was so heavy there is they connected the program to the, the agents that were involved through some phone calls from assistant coaches. And they said, ah, aha, you knew about it. And you can't do that see no evil, hear no evil stuff, so we're going to throw the book at you, which, which they should have. But in this case, you know – Dave and the coaching staff, uh, whom we know and like, I mean, have relationships with. But if, if boosters are coming into your locker room, you need to know about that. Yeah, I agree you, you, with that. you need to know about and, that. And, and so that defense didn't carry any weight in this case. And I kind of like that, where they said they didn't know about it. Uh-huh. That shouldn't really be a defense because you should know about it. If an assistant coach is buying prostitutes for Louisville's basketball team and Rick Pitino just goes, oh, I had no idea. Well, you should have. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- th- I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. I, I agree with you. I think this is harsh. I think they should have given them a break for self-reporting. But I like that they didn't buy that excuse. Yeah, here's the difference. In, in the case of like what you just used there as an example, it's multiple players. In this case, it was one guy. Right. And it wasn't used as a part of a recruiting tool. No, it was, the, was impermissible in program. benefits. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So there, there, there are same some with Reggie Bush. By the way, that wasn't a recruiting thing either. Yeah, that's true. Although I guess it could be, you could extrapolate from the whole thing that uh, if a pl- if players know that you might be able to gain these kinds of benefits later on, you might then, go to BYU. Yeah, then you might go. But, right. So I guess you could make that argument one way or the other. But uh, when I read the statement from BYU, isn't that the overriding message though you get from it? Hey, this is this is precedent setting. Yeah. This has never happened before, and you're picking sort of a a, a strange little indiscretion to, uh, to 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 make that clear to everyone. 
Uh, here's part of BYU's statement, by the way, Gordon. The NCAA wrongly suggests the case precedent support this decision, but the undisputed fact is that this is the first time ever that the NCAA Committee on Infractions has vacated team records where the institution itself was not aware of and had no involvement in the violations. BYU is concerned about the harmful precedent that this case sets and the message it sends to NCAA membership who may now be punished with the vacation of records regardless of whether the institution knew about or participated in the violations. BYU strongly disagrees with the NCAA imposing this penalty in a case that included clear findings that there was no lack of institutional control, no failure to monitor, and no head coach responsibility for the violations. See, I, I disagree with that. I, I don't agree with BYU's statement there. I, I think that there was lack of institutional control and failure to monitor. The booster was in your, your locker room. Yeah. So I, I don't ag- agree with that part of it. And Although I, you, you do agree with the part that uh, they're, they're suggesting that this has never been done before. Right, and I'm fine with that precedent. I'm fine with that. In this case, though, it seems like that would be something that you would break new ground with with a, with a more serious Fair enough. I, I, I won't strenuously argue with that because it's worked so many times in the past where they could have picked opportunities that right. were more – probably better examples. I, I can come along with that a little bit, but I do like how they're saying that we're not going to buy the you didn't know about it anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not going to buy that excuse. And and maybe BYU is the wrong case for to to set that precedent. Maybe. We, but I like that precedent. Well, well, right. I, I Okay. But maybe for something that is more egregious. Okay. And for instance, every time, what do we hear after every kind of situation like this where the head coach says, hello, I, I knew nothing of it. You know, we like you talked about earlier. That that's what we hear almost with every problem. Yep, every time. Our our Bryles down at Baylor. Well, I had no idea any of this was going on. Well, you really shoulda. Yeah. But that again, you're pointing out really severe cases. That would have uh, been better examples. Yeah. I fine. Uh, I'll grant you that. But. I, I have no problem with the NCAA setting that precedent. The wrong precedent is if you self-report and handle this in the right way, we're going to give you a break. Right, right. They should have given BYU a break because they handled it in the right way. I agree with that, especially since, I mean, I, I imagine stuff goes on at BYU just like it does everywhere. But I, I think uh, based on the information I've gotten through my 40 years of doing this, Jake, it seems as though there's a whole lot more going on other places. And so for those programs to skate free and BYU to be held up like this for something along these lines, it just seems a little bit out of whack. Okay. And again, I'm not excusing it. I mean, that's one thing that we can't send that message to say, oh, yeah, there's really nothing at all. Well, it was something. It was something. But <laughs> relative in relative terms, it uh, there's a whole lot more stuff going on out there that has not been punished and has not been confessed and has not been cooperated with to suggest to NCA investigators that it is happening or that it did happen. See, I, people want to compare this to the North Carolina thing. And uh, I, I thought Scotty made some really great points on this uh, about this on Twitter and, and on his show. 
the the North Carolina thing, they were messing with what you're supposed to be there to do, and that's academics. And mm-hmm. that, that should have been extremely offensive to the NCAA. They were making up courses for athletes to keep them academically eligible. That that is that is horrible, and that's the exact type of thing that the NCAA should be around to police. But here's the thing North Carolina stuck to their guns all the way. They were going down with the ship. They were saying that this class was legit. I don't care what anybody says. This class was a legit class. And that's what they said, and that's what they said all along, and the NCAA enforcement arm is so weak they could never prove something else. BYU Was it legitimate? No, absolutely not. I mean, listen to Rashad McCants. This is the very point. But they couldn't prove it. That's my point. They couldn't prove it, and the university itself said, I don't know what McCants is talking about. He's crazy. This is a real class. Uh And the NCAA couldn't do anything about that because they don't have subpoena power, and they don't have enough manpower, and they're fairly brainless as i think that <laughs> you know history has proven so they couldn't prove that about north carolina so they so get off better to lie they get off scot-free byu self-reports mm-hmm. and tries to handle it the right way right. and this happens right. that's the wrong message right. is because north and people say no north carolina got nothing you know i get your frustration but they're they're smart because they didn't admit to anything they said, no, no, no. This is legit, legit, legit. And even though the rest of the world is like, okay, sure it is. They get off not because the NCAA is favoring a blue blood program. They get off because they lied and the NCAA couldn't prove anything. Wow, this is quite a lesson for all the young people out there, isn't it? Now, because of the Salt Lake Tribune, BYU couldn't have had the same defense. So you can take uh, credit for that. You know... Cheaters do win. Well, in Liars North Carolina's case, win. they did. If they would have flipped the professor or something, if there was one, maybe it would be a different story. But North Carolina circled the wagons, and it really worked out for them, which is terrible. I, I agree. It's terrible. But it is different from what's happening at BYU. So, but, but given everything you just laid out there, and the NCAA knows this, they know what took place there. They just are powerless to do anything about it. So when you get a situation where you do have confession, you do have cooperation, then you swing the hammer. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, it, it, that's the wrong message. Yeah, it's like okay, well, we struck out there, but we got a little something here, so we're gonna announce it and stick by it, and you're gonna deal with it. Mm-hmm. But we're doing our jobs. <laughs> it's a. Uh, You'd think that there would be a little more, uh, what's the word, forgiveness, I guess, right. in in a case like this. But it's like it's like pleading to a to a crime where you know the, you could work out a plea deal because if you plead guilty, we're going to give you a lesser sentence to encourage you to, you know, go into the system. If you worked out a plea deal and then the judge throws it out and said, "Nope, you're getting the max," <laughs> that's going to really be tough on the prosecution because it takes away their. You know, anybody's incentive to confess, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, real quick, here's a here's a tweet coming in. Rue the Day Gobert tweets in. That's, <laughs> That's pretty I clever. I like that. That is clever. Although, be, be, be sensitive to people's names. Oh, so. please. Uh, it says, do you feel that independence has something to do with the punishment because of BYU's high and mighty better than everyone's demeanor? Absolutely not. I think they did this to BYU because they could. Because <laughs> they didn't have to dig up any evidence. BYU turned it all over to them, and yeah. they could send this message that they're going to, that you know, not put up with the "I didn't know it was happening" excuse. And they thought, well, this is easy because we don't have to do any work, so we'll we'll throw the book at these guys. So if you're a lamb, if you're a little lamby out there, 
run like hell. Do not come around and get your head chopped off. Yeah. Do not be meek and mild because you're going to get you're going to get butchered. No. Or at at at, at uh, best you're going to get shaved. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've never worked with sheep. I <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> and isn't it? Isn't what do you call it, sheep when you eat it? Is it mutton? What is that? Mutton. Mutton. But is it, it's not shaved. It's sheared. Sheared. Right. Sheared. Yeah. Not according to Wallace and Gromit. It's not. All right. Gotta love Wallace and Gromit. Nice. nice A close reference. shave. A nice one of my reference. favorite ones. <laughs> well done there, Austin. All right. We'll have more coming up next. We'll get into some uh, college football. Stay tuned. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone.